All right, today I am sitting at the in the basement of the Intercontinental Hotel, St. Paul, Minnesota, with Nancy Jamison. How are you today, Nancy? I'm doing fine. I'm having a, <laughs> I'm having a great time here. I'm a little tired this morning. I hear you there. I hear you. I feel like I've kind of been in the twilight zone the last <laughs> few days. It's like, what day of the week is it? It's a Friday. It doesn't feel like a Friday. I don't know what day of the week it feels like. I, I know. it does. I'm not even sure. I'm just kind of going with the flow. <laughs> so we met on Tuesday night and someone sent you my direction. We're like, he, he knows about podcasting and we got to talking and I came up with this crazy idea of... Let's just do a recording. So we're doing a recording. So who's Nancy? So who's Nancy today? Who's Nancy in this moment? Nancy is Nancy is trying to just kind of figure this whole world out of, um, let's start with podcasting. So okay. that's why we're here. So this is a little bit of an experiment for me. Totally. Of what does this look like? What does this work, work like? How, how, do you, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of curiosity for me around this. And, um, you know, if you want to get to the place of, you know, I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a partner, I, you know, I have a job, I care for, I, I'm a daughter, I care for my mother. Yeah, there's, I do those things too. That's, that's more of me a little bit. Now, at one point it slipped out that you've been a flight attendant for 11 months and that's like, <laughs> that's only captured my attention. I'm like, a flight attendant, like, because, you know, you, you, I think you mentioned you have kids that are older and grown up and everything and, mm-hmm. and I don't think of someone maybe your age being like suddenly becoming a flight attendant. My so, age, tell me. <laughs> So, yeah, I did let it out. So, I'm I'm actually I'm 60. So, wow, okay. I, so, let's go with that. I thought you were much younger than that. Are so. you sweet? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, only just recently, uh-huh. um, at about uh, 3 years ago, I decided that um, it, the time had come that I had for years, since I was 5. So, this is a long time. This was a childhood dream of something I'd wanted to do. And um, my life was taking a turn in that I was caring for my aging parents more. My father had had some health issues and needed me around more. And at the same time, my occupation and kind of life's calling of being a, a coach and working with individuals was not always understood that I might be in town, but I was not accessible. Okay. <laughs> and... I love flying and happened to be on a flight that was, you know, some of the flight attendants were chatty and we talked and I, I said, who's hiring? <laughs> and my life did a, a, a 360 at that point. And within the next month I had applied, I had been accepted, I was signed up and I was in the middle of flight attendant training and it was it was in my hometown here in the Twin Cities. It, c- it couldn't have been more easy. It was a lot of work. Trust me, it was a lot of work, a lot of learning. But it couldn't have been easier. It was 10 minutes from home. And it just became a magical place for me. Wow. And where did, what were, where did you travel to? You, well... So I worked for an airline that is a regional airline owned by one of the larger airlines. And... Um, it was small, short flights, not big planes, uh, maybe 50 passengers, sometimes maybe three or four, depending on the time of day and, and the situation of the weather. And so um, 
they were small short trips, most of them, nothing over three hours. I did get to travel internationally. I went to Saskatoon, <laughs> Regina, you Toronto. Had to, you had to have your passport. <laughs> I did have to have my passport. So yeah, that's my international travel um, as a part of this flying experience. Right, right. <laughs> so you did it for 11 months and then it was just time to do something new? Or no. Different? Oh, okay. No. Um, I did it for 11 months. And that was not the plan. I knew I was going to do it until something changed with my father's health. Mm. And my father had heart failure, and it had been a slow process. And when he decided that it was time to just stop, um, stop hanging in there, and you know, it was time to settle into, I'm going to embrace the end of life. And um, went into hospice, and he moved into hospice with me and, and my partner, Brian. So um, he was with us, and I, at that point, it was time for me to, to leave my experience of, of flying. Uh, but boy, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. And I kind of had a way of, even though my passengers might not have known this, I was able to care care for them and take my coaching skills with me and as they would board the plane I would silently enroll their souls as a coach say more about that I would I would greet them like anyone would greet you and I would also do it from a heartfelt place of these individuals are all on different journeys, all going someplace else. I don't necessarily know where they're going. I don't know what their joys are, what their troubles are, what their worries are, but I can give them an experience in this flight of being loved and cared for. And now not everybody ex- clearly accepted that, trust me. I mean, I mean, not that I was like overly loving them and hugging them, and, but it was um, just... How do I serve these individuals on this flight? So more than a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or, or do you need a pillow or a blanket? And trust me, there were times when people wanted like 10 blankets because there were some cold flights in the middle of the winter out of Minnesota. Um, but it was, it was, how do I serve these people? Mm-hmm. And um, that, was the, that was really the joy in it. Well, when it occurs to me, I didn't explain why we're here. We're here at the Bigger Game Live conference put on by Rick Tamlin. And that's why we're here talking. Exactly. And what dawned on me was like, well, that's kind of part, is that part of your bigger game or what was that leading to it? Or I think it's my, my life has been leading to my bigger game. And, um, I didn't realize I, I learned probably, probably one of the best things I learned was about well, there were, I've learned a lot of things. Um, we all have. <laughs> Let's just go there. At my age, at a certain point, we've all learned something. Right. Um, but 30 years ago, um, two things really happened. One was uh, someone said to me, you'll spend the first 30 years of your life trying to fit into a system and learn what's going on, and you'll spend the, the, the rest of your life wondering why. Hmm. And I thought you were going to say for the rest of your life undoing it or something. No. Okay. But wondering why. Why is this showing up in my life? Why am, why am I doing this now? Those were the kinds of questions that, that I started reaching toward. And I also had a very good friend and a mentor who just put the sparkle out there of 
creativity and what you can create for you and in your life. And even from the place of simplicity of, of how to find, how to find the perfect parking place. When you need, when you're, I was a young mom. I listen Say more about this. I was, I was a mom, and I was raising kids. And you know, you go into a grocery store, and you're looking for, and it's, it can be hectic, crazy, and whatever. And it was learning to envision before I even got to the parking lot that there would be and trust that this world is here and wants me to succeed at being a mom and doing my stuff. Trust that those those things I need will be there. And lo and behold, I would get the parking place, you know. You know, sometimes I had to walk a couple steps further, but oftentimes I would pull in and someone was just leaving the one spot, you know, close to the door. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's really great that they're now putting signs up for moms with kids. You can get to park closer here to the door. I think it's a, it's a wonderful gift. I want people to know that they can also create that too. Now that's called manifesting, right? This the side. Like, yeah, that's called manifesting. So, so this came up recently in another conversation with Tina, where we were talking about yeah manifesting and creating, and and I was kind of like that's kind of woo woo, and we were laughing about that, and I think she believed in it a lot more than I do, and I still don't know <laughs> what to do with it. I so want to I want to know it's possible for everyone. So this is so. Um, I think John, this is this is something that I really it's like I want to pull you in and say you know what you can do this too. Okay. And um, anyone who listens to this call, uh-huh. they have the ability to do this too. Okay. To this conversation, I mean, because it is. Um, we get it in our own way, but yes, it is manifesting. It is, it is actually being creative, um, really from a place of awareness and, and understanding that you are, you're getting really clear about what it is you want. You're consciously creating whatever it is you want. Okay. It's it's consciously being aware. I mean, we do things in our lives, um, and and I have to say, you know, part of society sets you up for this. And you know, someone may say, if you're going to go for a job, dress appropriately for that job before you go in. If you're young, if you're if you're in your teens and you're going out to apply for a job, or if you're um, just graduating from college, which a lot of people are doing now, what is the job you're applying, and what do I need to look like to get that job? See, to me, that's just common sense. But you would say, not exactly. Not exactly. And um, because when you, when you consciously, so you start with the dressing. You start with looking, looking what that looks like. And at the same time, part of what's going on is your mind. There's a lot of talk about neuroplasticity and all of that now. And, but your mind is shifting and focusing on, on the job. What does that job look like? Yeah, you've done all your research. You've done all your due diligence. You know what the, the company does or the, wherever it is you're going. The school, the, if you're a teacher reaching out to teach children. And, and you look at all those things and you go, okay, now, how do I want to be in this job? And how can I be my best in this job? And let's see if it's a fit for both of us Mm -hmm. and go into a place of curiosity, but also making a conscious place of this is what this job is also expecting of me to look like. 
So you set some boundaries. I'm, I'm with you there now, but but when I'm when you're in your car, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, when I'm in I'm my car, a, I'm having a hard time seeing the parallel though between I'm wearing the right outfit. I've done my preparation. I've I've kind of set my intention and I'm clear on like why this job would be a good fit for me and I can maybe imagine myself in the job that seems totally different to me than imagining that like all the right cars will be in the right places except for one spot that's for me that comes from a place of trust okay and I fully believe in trust in the universe and look the universe just chimed in with a little bit of music (laughs) in the background here i think this is great we've got a little background music yeah but i'm not sure how this will affect things but we're rolling with it we're we're gonna we're gonna roll with it i'm i'm a i'm I'm fundamentally a musician okay (laughs) so this is so now we have a soundtrack so the the energy i think might shift here a little bit um we both are i see smiles on both of our faces um so when when I put that out there, when I do my work, I also make a space and I open up and I allow whatever to happen. So I may have an expectancy that there's something there. I don't get so hung up on what the form is going to look like. I don't get so hung up on how it's going to show up. I know that, I, I mean... I wanted to be a flight attendant. I didn't know what kind of airplane or airline I was working for. I just, I just opened up to the space and listened to the whispers that, of opportunity, and and went, oh, I have a time that works. I have, I, I'm in the right place. Hmm. And then it's getting a little bit of the, okay, and the gulp. Let's let's, I'm gonna, I can do this. I can do this. So. So are there, were there times when you were, you know, I need this parking spot, I'm expecting the parking spot to be there and then it wasn't? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. There are times when the parking spot wasn't there. I just looked at that as a place of practice and I needed to work on, on my abilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also if it wasn't there, I also had an opportunity to go, well, okay, let's reframe so it's not raining out and it's a little bit further walk to the door and I probably could use a little bit of exercise. And, um, you know, so I did not go to the place of frustration. Okay. Let's, let's go there. Uh-huh. I, it was like, oh, darn, it's not working. <laughs> and, and, oh, and, and I went, well, okay, maybe I need to be a little more clear about what I'm looking for, how to, how to practice this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm open to this well, idea, but I'm, I'm, and so, I talked to someone last night, right? I talked to someone last night that went on this trip and they were looking for a certain something It was had to do with numbers or something. Right. And for the three weeks of their trip, like they were all over the place and in and, and like really uncanny ways. And so I don't know what to do with that. I, I just, it's well, like a, another dimension that I don't understand or haven't seen or. It's like, what are we paying attention to? Hmm. You know, what are, what are we paying? I mean, John, you would not be here if you had not at some point been open. Oh, totally. And accepting and wanting to have this experience that you are having right now here in the um, Intercontinental Hotel here in St. Paul. Yeah. And with all these people that you, some know, don't, you don't know some, we just met. Right. So if you hadn't been open to that, you probably, you'd. You know, at some point you weren't even aware that this form existed. Mm-hmm. 
And um, at some point you had a connection with something that said, I want more of this. Right. So this is the more. This is the more of an experience that you've had and a place that you're, you're creating. So we actually even created this. You, I was looking for someone who did podcasting. I didn't know what it was out there. I've, we've been talking podcasting in my house for, for probably a year and a half or so. Really? And, um, and it just happened to, you know, it came into a conversation. And I was open and ready to, to go talk to that guy across the room who I didn't know, who lives on the other, you know, you know right, other right. side of the, 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 the United States for me. And, and here we are. Yeah. And that's interesting. Cause yeah. So, and so, you engaged. Yeah, I did. I thought, I thought, well, why don't I, I brought my sound equipment. I had no idea what I was going to do with it or if I was even going to take it out. A lot right. of times I take it to conferences and I don't do anything with it. And I thought, I don't know. I don't even know Nancy, but like, let's just, do th- like let's do this there's let's, nothing like yeah let's try let's it. do it what can what what horrible thing yeah. can happen right <laughs> they could turn the music louder that right might be a cha- more of a challenge right. here right right so what it where is all this leading in terms of like what what are, like what are you learning here at this conference i'm going through an image shift and I've been through a number of, let's just say, you know, you, we, change our, we change jobs, we, we have kids, we live our lives, we go through changes. But I am really feeling right now that there is a shift coming for me and a change in my normal coaching. I mean, I, I, I work with a variety of clients. I work with, with groups doing um, classes. Um, I will come in and be a speaker. I, I've, done, I've done these things. And it's... Um, a little bit more about me getting in touch with more of who I am and how I can take that to the world and what that what is what is my bigger game and how how can I c- continue to help my clients move even greater and and more um more in some ways sparkly. I go to sparkles. I love sparkles. But how can I I help them live their bigger game? Hmm. So as I help myself, I can also help my clients. They come in and give me opportunities to to work with them. And I can't, I love everything my clients are doing. It's really exciting. I can't do everything they're doing. I'd love to. Mm. There's, there's a part of me that likes, oh, that's fun. Oh, that's really fun. I can't do that. And I get to be with them and encourage them. And then I can still go do what I want to do and be more of me. So it's a little bit about more of who I am and a little bit of coming out here. I've, I've kind of done a little of my, my opening up mm. to, the, I think those that are here, this is, this right now is something that I'm feeling is could potentially be a little more public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what that is, can be scary. Yeah. And so what do you think is driving all this? Like, does this like, or maybe this ties into your beliefs around, manifesting like what what do you feel like is driving this whole like, if, I, I like i'm kind of in awe it's like you're you're 60 and you're still looking for that like i in terms oh. of clarity about your life i'd say like nancy seems pretty clear to me and yet you're just continuing to drive forward and it's not yes it's clarity but it's a different kind of clarity it's an mm. inner clarity um I am ever so grateful and wow, gratitude is huge. I am ever so grateful for all the work that I've done to get me to this place now 
this is not a beginning place for me. This is, a, I've been doing this for 30 years or more, mm -hmm. but I've been doing this consciously for 30 years. And at times I was suppressed and pushed down and told, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. And, um, I don't care what you think from a place of when I would have an inner knowing or an inner gut feeling, it was not always trusted by others, even though I might have trusted myself, but it did not. It made me question. And now I'm in a place of, okay, I'm playing more with that intuition because I know from past experience how well it works. Mm. And I'm listening to that voice. And, and that's where I'm, I'm having um, a place of growth. So it's playing in, uh, playing in the magic playing in the unseen, playing in the, the, the trusting that the energies out there are here to support me and you and well, it, everybody here. And it seems to me like it's propelling you forward too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's a different level of, um, we can talk about resonance of, 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 if you walk into a room, you can almost always tell what kind of an energy in the room. The music came on here this morning, and our <laughs> our resonance shifted. You think? <laughs> there, there's a little bit of a huh, an awareness. Where are we? I'm feeling like I'm moving a little faster. Oh, interesting. I could okay. be waking up. Okay. Um, but I do think that there was a, a shift in that. Um, and I there's part of me that draws wants to draw me to the words right now of the music, and <laughs> not to d be distracted. But yeah, so that's. That's part of it. And, and John, just think of, um, think of a time when you have, have had to change a belief in your life in order to move, move on to a, another step or another phase. Okay. And, and how did that belief show up? And did it, was it an easy change for you to change that belief? Did it happen overnight? I'm thinking really specifically about my beliefs around Christianity. Okay. And it, it was that I had kind of tried to believe it and it hadn't really stuck or become mine. Okay. And it was, it was kind of a, maybe this isn't a good example, but, but it, for me it was a sense of not trying so hard and of just saying, okay, maybe this is true. It's not, it's not connecting for me in the way that it's been advertised or the way it's supposed to work or the way it works for all these other people. It doesn't sure. work for me. And I'm just going to, instead of, instead of pretending, I wasn't that big of a faker, but I was just kind of like, well, yeah, I'm in this tribe because of uh, family of origin, friends, all that. So mm -hmm. I'll just stay in this tribe and hopefully eventually I'll become a tribe member and getting to the point of just saying, I think I'll just take a break from this tribe. Yeah. I might go back someday. I'm hearing it was not working for you. No. No. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't fulfilling a part of you. So that I don't know if that was a belief. I feel like in that case I was trying I was I was like trying to have the belief versus it coming organically. Right. But but there but what it was was you were listening to yourself. Yes. So there was an inner conversation, an inner knowing of something here is not serving me. 
something here is not fulfilling or connecting with whatever part or of that is. Or makes sense to me. Or it even doesn't ma- even make like exactly intellectually, or even makes sense to you. Right. So, so it's I'm hearing an opening to, you know, what is out there. I also I'm hearing a seeking and a searching. Oh, so, yes, yeah, still so definitely. I I see you light up when you you hear about the possibility of of magic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And, yeah. and and um, how you can actually obtain the ability to to create for yourself more fully. Well, and I'm learning that I, I've shared this. I think on some recent episodes, I'm and I learned this in coaching. So coach training, which we've both been to the same CTI training and certification, yes. um, was like being in your body, right? I, I mean, I spent my whole life in my head, but it was the standing up, like, and embodying, like, certain things, and, and so one of my crew members, is this idea of captain and crew, or your board of directors, one of mine is a Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. And in one of my coaching sessions, I was really stuck on this thing, and my coach said, like, like who from your crew needs to help you out here? And I was like, it's Jocko, the Navy SEAL, and so she had me stand, like, how would Jocko stand? Right. We're all on the phone. She can't see me. But I took on this this position, and it gave me like it was kind of standing at a frame, shoulders squared, and and then from there it opened up my chest. Wow! And and I found in my coaching when I got out of my head and I would kind of move down to like my chest. I'm told this is like the heart chakra, and I don't know anything about chakras, but it was like if I coached and listened from my chest, sure, like. Words would come out of my mouth that I didn't even know where they came from. Insights would just pop into my head, and part of our training is to just blurt those things out. And some, and I would, and a lot of times they would land, and sometimes they wouldn't. But then I would lead to something else. And so there's a new awareness of the magic and all that. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, there's, but this is like something I can feel. It's like, like and- even when I'm talking to you, it's like when I'm like, oh no, what should I talk to Nancy about? It's just shut. It's like, shut up, John. Just go back to your, just go back to your heart and whatever's going to happen here is going to happen. Well, and even as you were saying that, I, I kind of, I, yeah, you moved in your I chair. I needed to move in my chair. I needed to shift. I felt like I needed to stand a little bit, a bit more like Jocko just because I, I'm in your energy. I mean, we're feeding off of each other's energy and what a magical place to, to be in that awareness and to capture that and now to practice it Mm. it's like that same practice that same feeling shows up when you're looking for that parking place Mm. and so 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 i know you're you're giving me a challenge i can feel it (laughs) so so not that i want everybody out there going looking for the parking places yeah because then there won't be any (laughs) here's, here's the thing you you can't be in the same place as another object physically you cannot be in that same place okay and um if you're out driving and depending on whether you're on a you know massive city road with eight lanes and and moving in it is if you want to be where the other car is you're going to have a, a tough time you have to live in the space you have to see the space that's open for you to move into if you are constantly frustrated that someone's behind you and pushing you or wanting to cut cut you off and you get upset that someone got into your space, um, don't stay focused on the space 
that's in front of you or that is now no longer a space. That is a beautiful look, metaphor. So I'm picturing look to the next space. So this is a, okay. So I'm starting to get this because I think you or someone shared this yesterday. So it's this idea that you're like on the freeway. Yeah. And maybe you want you're in the fast lane and you want to move over to the right lane. Yeah, you're not going to just like knock right. the other car out of its lane. You're going to speed up, slow down, but you're seeing that space that's yours, and you're going to kind of move Ex- into it eventually exactly. as you're flowing along. If 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 anybody out there who's over the ages of whatever sixteen or eighteen, depending on where you're to get a driver's license, if you read your manual, your how to drive manual, it's a pretty good example of a lot of things one needs to do in life. So if you are a good driver on the road, chances are you're going to have some better opportunities in life. And and there's another metaphor for you. And if you can open to that space and then observe how you're reacting to it, Mm. you have to look at yourself too. Mm -hmm. Bringing anger into that space, bringing road rage into that space is not going to help. Sometimes even just lovingly projecting your thoughts on the car in front of you might actually get that car to move over. So that you can then move forward. Okay. <laughs> so I, it's all—it's really quite simple. So if so, if, did you think you were going to get a driving lesson this morning? I had no idea. I, we had no idea what was going to happen. So <laughs> maybe as we start to wrap up, what? I don't know. Do you have a, like a challenge or a thought or? So my 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 coming out is um, I was called out a couple of years ago as a white witch. What does that term mean? When I hear the term witch, I, so, I, and I've been hearing it a, recently. I heard it in a couple of other settings. And my, especially coming from a Christian background, like there's nothing like positive about witches and witchcraft and yeah i was seeing a lot of it and like I, I, like what and and you're what? absolutely right it is it is also having to break down others opinions and barriers around just the term witch and white is light white is bright white is love white is feeling think glinda the good witch and um the ability to and to use to I use my skills and they work well for me and and I want that for others so it's sharing that it's not taking away it's not a dark place of of lack it's not a it's it's a place of it's there for everyone and you actually can choose and select how that shows up for you um what tools you want to use I mean, even looking at um, you to hear about the tea leaf reader, and and what I've learned is so many of these are just tools and jumping off points for a deeper connection that is actually something we don't see, hmm. something that might be unseen or felt. You talk about your body and how you feel it in your body. There are places where you instinctively know something, so it is helping helping my clients. And not all of my clients are interested. They don't really want to know all of this. Right. But, but some of my clients do. They want to know how, how they can feel more confident in listening to the voices within their voices, how they can, can trust themselves when they're feeling a little 
suspicious. Why is that showing up? Or sometimes you go into a place and you go, yeah, I just shouldn't be here. Well, you're probably right. You probably shouldn't be there. Listen to it. Hmm. Let's step out of that place. So I want, I want to bring the light to the place of owning um, the magic within for everyone. Hmm. That's there in their souls, in their hearts. Um, sometimes you have to let go of thinking it, thinking yeah. about it. You can't, you can't analyze it. <laughs> Not everything can be seen. I know. So, so you said, I wanted to, real quick, you mentioned, you know, walking into a room and feeling the energy of the room. So in our training, that was referred to as level three. Like if you're level three listening, you're kind of listening for everything. A lot of times in the, they would practice this in the classes that we would do, you know, an hour exercise and stuff. And then the instructor would say, one of them would say, what's the, what's the energy in the room? And people would say all this crazy stuff to me. And I would just be like, how do you know this? Like what, what they, people say, oh, there's a feeling of, of tiredness or there's an, there's an electricity or there's, and I, I was just always kind of, so how does someone so we're about to go into this ballroom. When you yes. walk into there, how do you, how do you sense what's going on in the room? Like what? How do you read a room like that? The energy of the room. Um, I can sometimes, when I am very conscious about it, I will I will take an inner pause, and just I, I, it might even be feeling the air conditioning or the movement of the air in a room, or. Um, Oh, what I hear, I use all of my natural senses, and then I use all of those senses that we don't talk about, and um, and the senses of, of feeling and perception and uh, awareness of what is what is out there, and and then I can make a, a conscious decision of how I I can show up in this place hmm. or not. You can, it's all a choice. You get to choose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you get to choose if you want to be aware or you can choose that you don't want to be aware. And I'd say the majority of the world is walking around very unconscious. Most of the time. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. world is happening unconsciously and the majority of people are letting things happen to them and they just react and then they move on. And right. that's the belief and the awareness, they aren't even aware that they have that. Mm. So, so they don't even know. Okay. So part of what I'm doing is to, I guess, bring it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if I can come out a little bit more, maybe somebody else will become more aware of what their abilities are and they can step into the world in a, in a more fuller place for themselves. I love that. Full force living. I love it. Life what? force fulfillment. Where could people learn more about you, your work, and take any of this stuff further? My business is Anamkara Coaching and Consulting. It's an LLC. I can be found on LinkedIn. Okay. And um, I'm actually, because of my image shift and change, the website is... Don't um, go there. Is, no? Don't, don't go there. <laughs> That's I'm, kind of funny. Don't go to my website. Don't go there. But I actually do have a web presence in that if you go... Uh, search out Anamkara Coaching and Consulting. How do you spell that real quick? A-N-A-M-C-A-R-A. -A -A okay. Coaching and Consulting. Or you can look at lifeforcefulfillment.com and you will find a landing page that will give you my other contact information. Fantastic. So great. 
Thank you. John, this has been really fun. Awesome. And so this is how a podcast works. We just had a podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. Send your questions, ideas, or a simple hello to podcast at johnpolster.com. Want to stay up to date on new episodes and receive notifications of upcoming events? Register your email address at johnpolster.com slash updates.